Liz the Kit Podcast, episode 123. Good morning, moms, and all of you other brave people who listen to this crazy podcast. <laughs> I hope you all had a fantastic Thanksgiving, and I really hope that you caught the last episode with Nisha Murtandani because we really talked about an important cause, and that is supporting children in the foster care system. And uh, Nisha has a joke coloring book that is perfect for kids aged about four to nine-ish. And um, every time you purchase one of those books, you're, um, you're buying one for a child in need as well. So basically, she sends one to a child in need with every purchase that is made. So it's pr- a pretty awesome um, little service project that she has going on. She basically tries to teach kids skills that are in the foster care system so that when they age out of the foster care system, they don't wind up jobless and homeless. And I just think it's fantastic what she's doing. You can find more information about her um, her book and the special discounted price that she's given to Lose the Cape listeners at losethecape.com forward slash podcast forward slash 121. Today, we're super excited about um, talking with Valerie Friedlander. And Valerie is a life coach. She's a certified professional coach, core energy practitioner. And I'm going to tell you all about her in a minute. But this episode was so just like, I don't know, it just really made me feel better about myself as a mom and all the pressures that we put on ourselves. And, you know, even on a Lose the Cape podcast, I think even those of us Lose the Cape moms sometimes still feel a whole lot of pressure on us. And, um, and it's just a stressful, insane world that we live in. And especially with the holidays coming up, I mean, there's just all this craziness. Speaking of holidays, these books that Nisha, the coloring books, make an excellent gift for all of the kiddos in your class. If you're looking for a great holiday uh, little gift to give them, one of these coloring books, plus a little thing of crayons, wrap it up in a nice little cell phone bag and boom, you've done something fun for your class and fun for and you're giving back to um, foster children. And holy cow, these these kiddos, they love, love, love the joke book. Anyway, enough on that. So I hope that you will enjoy this episode with Valerie. We really enjoyed speaking with her. Again, she just has a, a, a vibe about her that made me feel so much better and relaxed and calm and realized that, you know, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Even when I lose my shit, I'm still doing okay. So, um enjoy the episode. And before we get into it, I just want to tell you a little bit about our sponsor, which happens to be me, Alexa Big Wharf. I just released a book. I don't know if you guys know this or not, because I haven't gone like crazy talking about it on the podcast, but now I'm going to. No, I'm just kidding. But at least today, I really want to tell you, because most of our audience at this point in time is uh, female entrepreneurs And I wrote a book dedicated to the female entrepreneurs who want to write a book to grow and build their business, but have all these excuses as to why they can't get to it, right? There's either not enough time or not enough money, or they don't feel like they're an expert enough, or they don't understand the big picture of what a book can do 
to grow their business. So I wrote a book called Ditch the Fear and Just Write It, the no excuses power plan to start your first book. What is it? It's a workbook that helps you walk through a bunch of the issues that are keeping you from moving forward. So we start off talking a lot about mindset and digging into what it is that is stopping you from moving forward. We go through that kind of stuff. Then we talk about, you know, um, just getting started and what you need and the tools you need and, and mind mapping and outlining and all those things. And I walk you through the whole process. So here's the deal. It retails on Amazon at $19.99, but Lose the Cape subscribers and listeners can get it for $9.99. Okay, that's a great, great, great savings if you head on over to losethecape.com forward slash no fear, you can order your copy of the book. And this is a print copy for only $9.99 because I love you guys and I want to see you do well. And I want to make sure that if you want to write a book that you can feel confident in pushing aside all those fears and worries and actually getting out there and writing the book because it will be amazing. Yes, it sure will. Okay. I hope you enjoy this episode with Valerie as much as we did. I hope as we enter into this stressful holiday season, you can listen to some of the things that she has to say, go take advantage of some of her resources, and, um, you know, take some time to connect with others as she talks about and just just chill a bit and realize we're all going to be okay. We're going to make it through. So you can find, again, her notes and information about uh, the book if you want more about that at losethecape.com forward slash podcast forward slash one, two, three. Check it all out. Have a fantastic day. Okay, welcome back to another episode of the Lose the Cape podcast where we interview busy modern moms and talk all about how we all make it through our our day with the struggle of the juggle and just trying to uh, survive with little people, businesses, jobs, husbands, all that fun stuff. Today we are talking to Valerie, who is the a mom, certified professional coach, core energy practitioner, and the founder of The Unlimited Mom. She specializes in helping moms who value family and personal achievement to create a fulfilling and freeing life balance. She believes you deserve to live a vibrant life and that by doing so, you are setting the foundation for the happy and healthy life that you want for your child. Her mission is to help you do just that. So yay. Yay. I notice on your website you have an energy assessment. I would flunk that right now if I tried to take it. <laughs> so. That's why it's called an assessment, not a test, because there's no right, wrong answer to it. It's just an awareness tool, that kind of like an intervention tool. So you can see what's working for you and what's working against you pattern-wise. And then we can kind of go and like, okay, so what do we, how do we maximize the things that are working for you? And how do we minimize the things that are working against you? So, so, so tell us a little bit. Yeah, well, that's good. <laughs> but like energy assessment low. So like, what kind of stuff does it look at then? Is it, um, well, let's back up just a little bit. What sure. do you do? Tell us what, <laughs> what, do, <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> Um, I basically, uh, I, I've been working on like, how do I explain this? Because it really, it's so personal and so, um, kind of, well, it's in individual, but basically I, I kind of hold up a mirror to your best self and help you step through it. So like a magic mirror. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if you think like Alice in the looking glass kind of world, then yes, but it's actually like the cool world that you want to be in. A lot of coaches talk about like 
I'm going to get you from point A where you are to point B where you want to be. What I do is more about who you're being in the world that's creating the life that you have. Got it. So everything that's coming to you is a reflection of how you're showing up to the world and how you're engaging the world. And so I help you be, you know, it's kind of cliche, but like be your best self, be the person that you want to be and step into that, which will naturally flow you to that space, that life that you want to be living because they match. Mm -hmm. So it's all about like being in alignment because a lot of people say like, I am XYZ. I am a, a caregiver. I am a fixer. I am um, a perfectionist. I am, and they label themselves. <laughs> and all of those labels uh, add up to the person that you think that you are, but that's not necessarily who you really are. It's just who you tell yourself you are and who you act as if you were. So, so you help people identify like beyond the label, what they are, how they are. And then do you help them figure out how to be? Yeah. So it's, it's basically helping you be at choice and navigate like any external thing is, is navigatable. You can absolutely navigate any of those things outside of you. It's the inside stuff that stops you. So I help you navigate the outside stuff while breaking through the inside stuff that's stopping you or holding you back from that navigation. So, um, what's the difference then between what you consider you do and like a mindset coach, or do you consider yourself a mindset coach? Um, it's essentially mindset. I mean, that's, that's a big piece of it, Mm -hmm. um, is really looking at your perceptions, the filters through which you look and the ways that are showing up. So we, that's where I address first. And then it's, what are the next steps? I don't tell you what to do. I help you tap into your core knowledge of yourself and make the choices, take the actions that are most loving for you. So empower you, which is different. Like that's not fixing you. That's not changing you. You are the expert of your life. I couldn't possibly step into your life and say that I know what to do for you. I help you do it though. All the things that you want to do. So, um, I'm sorry. I'm trying to like, like my brain is just like mush today. <laughs> and well, to... and all of a sudden my charger stopped working. So it was like, oh my so God, I noticed this technology. I'm like, Aubrey's out of her chair and wandering around. We're just a hot mess. Um, yeah. No, I was explaining to one of our guests before this that, um, sorry, we have the stomach bug. We're going on seven full days of at least one child in the house having the stomach bug, and I haven't slept a full oh, night in, um, in eight nights, and actually longer than that because my five-year-old has started having nightmares, so I feel like I have a newborn baby again. I'm being awakened every single night, so I remember now altogether too vividly what those days were like with the mom brain, the mom fog, and they're just being like, I'm sorry, what did you just say? <laughs> so... so I don't Normal want- mother, right? This yes, is- exactly. So what- every time you think that you've gotten through that, that stage, like a new one that kind of relates, like, like, oh, my kid's sleeping through the night. And then like they hit a developmental phase and it's like, what, what, what happened? I was I like, know. I threw a party even. Why yeah. am I not sleeping? So explain. And I'm so sorry for the yawning. And now that I'm doing it, we're all probably going to be sitting here in a yawn fest. But wait, no, we learned it's also what it's like a technique. 
Yes, it's a relaxing, it's a calming technique, Mm -hmm. which would make sense because right when Valerie and I started talking, I was telling her about how overwhelmed I was about all these things that I'm trying to to clear up in my life and to move off my plate and all this mm-hmm. stuff. So maybe, maybe I'm yawning because I'm feeling overwhelmed, not because I'm tired, but now I can't stop. Okay. So Valerie, before I yawn yes. again, how can you, can you kind of take a this deep breath? Can you kind of take us through a, a practical um, uh, explanation of like what you just told us about so that people can kind of get a good feel? I, I did not ask you to prepare for that. So if you're not ready to walk us through that, you can say time out. No, I don't want to do that. But let's say when, uh, if you can think of a client that you've worked with, like that's come mm-hmm. to you and you've helped walk them through the process, what would that look like? Okay. Um, well, I'll take one that's, that's relatively simple and, uh, and applicable in a variety of contexts. A lot of people use like the exercise stuff. So I had a client come to me who was like, I really want to, to lose all of this weight. Um, but more than that, I, you know, like, I just, I want to get to the gym. Like, I want to feel like I'm doing this. I keep not going. I keep saying I want to go and I keep not going. So we took a look at that and go, okay, so what is it that you want to achieve out of going to the gym? And, you know, okay, so weight loss in part, but it's really, I want to feel strong and competent in my body again. Like I want to be able to feel like I'm me in my body. Like, okay, well that totally makes sense. So um, as we dug deeper, though, we, we figured out like she, she doesn't like, she didn't like who she was right then. Nobody wants to spend time with somebody they don't like. Right. Nobody's going to make time for that. Like, so of course you're not going to the gym to spend an intense amount of time with your body when you don't like your body. Like, duh. So of course. So instead of making the, the, the step, it, that ended up being kind of a leap. Like it was, so it was a leap to try and get to the gym. It was a forced thing. I believe that if, if you're forcing yourself, if it's a should, if it's a have to, um, you have less energy for it. You mm-hmm. make less time for it. It's just harder. So let's make it easier. What's the next step? Well, it's a relationship with your body. That mm-hmm. was the first, that was the, the next step. Once you're actually bringing what you want into your now, so it's never the, it's never the end result. It's never like the thing. It's always the feeling you're going to get from the thing, right? The feeling that she wanted to have was that, that connectedness and that strength and confidence in her body, the capability. So we're like, okay, so what would work? And so this, she's the one who's coming up with these ideas. I'm asking the questions to help her dig deeper than where she was going on her own. And ultimately that came to, okay, developing the relationship would look like checking in when I wake up instead of trying, you know, shooting on myself and saying, I need to get to the gym. It's like, okay, body, what's going on with you? Okay. I'm, I'm sore. Like I'm, I'm aching. I feel tight in this area. So I'm going to stretch that this morning. I'm going to do some affirmations in the mirror to start, connecting to myself, to affirming myself, to developing that relationship that I want to have with my body. And as she did that work and started developing that relationship and connecting more and liking herself more, that naturally moved to, I actually want to go to the gym and spend time with myself and do the exercises. So bringing in that she felt more capable and strong in her body, more connected to her body, doing the stretches reconnecting, taking care of herself, and then the next step. So it's kind of like the ultimate goal, bringing it into now so that 
the moving forward goals are more achievable. Okay. That makes sense. Thank you for walking through that for my entire little brain because <laughs> it's like, all right, I hear the concept. I need to know what that means in application. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So on your website, I really like this because I tend to be a yeller and I don't want to be yelling at my kids, but you have this um, assessment. Oh my gosh. What's your key to calm? <laughs> so Sorry. Okay, what is your key to calm? And it's a quiz on I want to find my calm. Wish you could be that calm mom who doesn't yell at her kids. So tell us about this quiz and tell us about how you help moms that yell, not yell as much. Yeah, okay. So yeah, it's a big one. And especially when you're tired, it's really hard to like, I always look at like hungry, angry, lonely, tired, hormonal, in pain, like knowing what's going on because all of those things kind of narrow your vision, um, your perspective. So it's easier to go into that survival mode. So what the, um, what the little quiz that I created, um, helps you notice is everybody's kind of a little bit, they're, they're a little bit different in what works for them and the way that they soothe themselves. So it's looking at the, uh, emotional, mental, physical, spiritual, where are the, the triggers tend to lie? And based on that kind of personality sort of stuff, rather than mindset sort of stuff, mm-hmm. how would best help you calm yourself in a given moment? So whether it's, I need to leave the room and take some deep breaths to myself. I need to um, stretch and connect to my body. I need to vent. What are the ways that would work best for you based on your personality? And so that's what that quiz tells you is it's like seven questions and it helps you know that. Um, that's just for in that moment. Mm -hmm. Uh, the next thing that I have available if people are interested is helping you kind of walk through five steps to, getting out of that space. So really like you notice a button and it's almost, it helps in the moment, but it's almost better for after the fact. Cause you know how much people, and, and I've done this too, like I yelled and now I'm beating myself up. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to show up that way. Now I feel bad. I yelled at my kid. They're crying. I'm such a bad mom. What's wrong with me? All of the things. And, um, Rather than doing that, because all that does is just like blow your energy out the window. It's like, right. Why? Um, taking that into a more productive space of, okay, so what happened? Take a deep breath. That's one of my, my favorite exercises. I know so many people say it, but like, I can't get reminded of that enough. Mm-hmm. It's so important. Um, and then check in. And so it kind of work, walks you through the process of checking in with yourself so that you can recondition your brain in those moments because they always happen again. The, ki- yeah, they, the kids right. know the buttons. It's like with the electronics. If they see buttons, they will push them. Right. Every time. Right. Right. So this helps deactivate the button because nobody can push a button you don't have. Mm, true. So this is, it's, it's a process designed to help you check in with yourself on a variety of levels to deactivate that button so that when they go to push it, you know what you're going to do instead. 
And that's not, and that works with kids, uh, spouses, the, the guy driving down the street who right. cuts you off, um, <laughs> you know, just all of the, the levels that you can retrain your brain. How long would you say it takes to retrain yourself to be able to do these things? It depends on how intense the button is, mm. like how ingrained that button is. If it's something that's just developed over the year or two or three or whatever that you've had your kid or you've been in a relationship or, you know, like that, that button took time to develop. Mm -hmm. So it takes time to deactivate. So it's just, it takes practice. And the more you practice it, the more regularly you practice, then the, the easier it becomes, but it, it does take intention intentionality. Right. Absolutely. So, um, what are some of the most popular things that people come to work with you about? If you can think off the top of your head. Sure. Um, so one of the big ones is it's calm. Mm -hmm. uh, like I, I'm yelling more than I want to, or, um, just drained energy. I'm exhausted. Uh, indecision. I can't figure out what to do. I know I have this general idea, but I'm not taking action. So indecision or inaction are big ones. Uh, and then just general, like I'm, I thought I would be happy with what I've built and I'm not, I don't know why. And I, I, I'm sort of happy, but I feel like I could be happier. I feel like I could be more successful or I don't feel as fulfilled as I want. And, and I'm not really sure what to do about that. And those are some of the biggest reasons that people start working with me. Mm -hmm. I, I think you're, I just, I'm thinking back to what you were saying about people can't push buttons that you don't have. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I think I have every single button right now there. Is. <laughs> you know, I just feel like that right now because of, we've got a lot going on and a lot of buttons to be pushed, but like Alexa, I don't want to yell at my girls and, I do like, you know, it, that is, or I flip the person off who cuts me off and I don't just flip <laughs> them off, like I flip them off, but it makes me feel better. It certainly makes me yeah, well, releasing energy is important. Like, <laughs> you're so serious. It really is. I mean, because if the more you bottle up, like I've, I've worked with people who are having physical responses to stress. Mm -hmm. And it's because, or, or to emotion that they're not letting go of. They're actually just letting it, they're not releasing it. So it's sitting in their body. Um, and so like, if you think about like emotion, it's e-motion, energy in motion. Hmm. If it doesn't flow through you, it just sits there. And if it's breaking down kind of energy, like that frustration, anger, overwhelm, um, sadness, guilt, all of those things, we need to, to release them. Part of releasing them is understanding them. And again, that's what that um, key to calm quiz helps you see is what's going to be a technique to helping to release that energy. Cause it's already there usually, um, you know, like it, it start, it's shown up now, what do I do with it? Mm -hmm. um, so that's the first part is because it, again, it takes a while to retrain yourself. That's the first part. And then the second part is starting to retrain the way you think about something. So the story that you tell yourself about that guy who cut you off is going to provoke that 
um, emotional response. So once you have the emotional response, it's, you got to release the emotion. <laughs> so what's going to be a productive way to release that? That's not going to harm the, the people that you care about mm-hmm. or yourself in the process. So finding that productive way to release that energy and then looking at, okay, so where did that come from? Because emotions are information about you. They're not actually information about the things outside of you. It's information about you and the the way you're relating to and um, engaging with the outside of you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel embarrassed. (laughs) What about that is embarrassing? Because I'm thinking I flip a lot of people off. Well, that's just, and I used to not, but it's been like the past couple of weeks, actually. And I know that um, my grandmother passed away two weeks ago and we've taken on a few new projects around the house. So there's a lot of energy that needs to be released and the middle finger is where it's released from. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that totally makes sense. I mean, you've got a lot going on in the rest of your life. And so you are naturally going to be more triggered by other things that just kind of touch that, that button for you. It's totally normal to have that. And these are people who you don't know. I mean, it's, it's almost like a safe place to yes. release it. Yeah. And I how think- they take it isn't about you. That's about them. Like whether they take right. it personally is totally about them and not about you. They shouldn't cut me off. <laughs> I think that we would both really benefit and all of our families as well from um, a kickboxing bag. <laughs> yes. now, but that's, that's if you tend to be a physical release person. Ah. Some people release verbally, mm. you know, and so rather than flipping off, they're going to, um, the, the words are going to yeah. come out, you know? Um, See, and sometimes funny. you have a little bit of both, I'm but I'm like a little bit of both then. Yeah. Cause... Yeah. It's kind of like, um, what the, the love language concept, you know, yep. like if you ever do the love language, you might have a primary, but they're usually like pieces of the other love languages in there. Mm-hmm. So this is like that. So this is going to give you like your primary, but all of them are going to apply, which is why I have the, the next like steps thing to help shift you on all the levels is so you have like your your this is my go-to like when i get triggered i need to flip somebody off or i need to (laughs) vent or i need to go sit by myself for a minute you know like what is that for you um so that's but it, it anytime we have more stress and more things going on in our life we are naturally more sensitive so that's one of those things is checking in with what's going on with you am i Am I hungry? Because the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. So mm-hmm. if you're already in this mode of like kind of getting through and surviving, you're usually going to be more reactive to things. And so it makes sense that even something that might be minor is going to trigger that like <laughs> yeah. lack of sleep. I mean, that's a big one for moms. Uh, like, yeah. I, I, <laughs> Yeah, I get it. I have a three-year-old and a six-year-old. Like, it's yeah. definitely a thing. Um, the biggest piece is, yes, while you can do all that stuff, it's important to be gentle with yourself because we're human and it happens. 
we do, we, we have moments. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's not about the biggest thing I would want anybody to take away from it. Don't beat yourself up. If you don't like it, there are things you can do about it, really understanding it and where it's coming from and, and choosing what you want to do with it. Um, but don't beat yourself up. It doesn't help anybody. It just makes it worse. Yeah. Well, I think it's hard though. And it's not even a matter. I was just sitting here thinking through what you were saying and, and that whole idea of trying to change it and not, not beating yourself up and not, you know, and I think that, um, it's an education thing in terms of like, these are fairly new concepts to me. I think like, I don't think we grew up. I don't think our mothers and our grandmothers grew up thinking, okay, I can change this about myself or I can release my anger in different ways. Like they just did it and it was okay. And it's kind of both a blessing and a curse that society is the way it is right now. Because on the one hand, you think to yourself, oh, fabulous. We have all these tools that can help me change these things. But then not everybody knows about those tools. And then the, the bad part about it is that now you feel like guilty because you're like, you see all this stuff that says, are you the yelling mom or are you the this mom or are you the that? Well, you can change yourself and you're like, but I've tried and I'm not changing. So maybe I'm yeah. just a failure all around. Right. So yeah. <laughs> I'm still yeah. yelling at my kids. <laughs> well, and that's, that's one of those things of like so many people who say, you know, like, I've done this and you can do it. One of my biggest missions for moms and, and, and dads too, um, is about helping us empower each other. I think there's a lot of value in commiseration, you know, like, yes, me too. I've been there. I get it. You know, like have a glass of wine or, you know, have your cup right. of coffee or whatever. There's value in that. There's value in advice giving of like, you know, what, what if you tried this, you know, like that sort of like I did this and information gathering. But the thing is, it doesn't work for everybody. And it can easily trigger that guilt complex of like, well, what's wrong with me that it's not working? Right. Um, it worked right. for you. Why, why isn't it working for me? And that's one of the things that a life coach does is helps you find the answers that work for you personally, rather than because buttons aren't isolated. They're not isolated buttons. They are tied to a variety of things. And sometimes they go really deep, oh, way absolutely. deeper than we realize. And so that's what a coach will do. A certified life coach is going to help you find what's true for you. So rather than reading a book or having somebody, you know, like listening to somebody give you advice of do these things, they're not one size fits all. Everybody's unique. Everybody has a unique history and experience. Uh, so again, it's, it's not you, it's the strategy, right? That may not be the strategy for you, or there may be something else that it's not addressing that is true for you. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Just processing it. Yeah. <laughs> Just thinking about some things. Well, that's awesome. So you have a three-year-old and a six-year-old and you run a business. What do you do to find some me time with in between all of that? Oh gosh. Um, so it's for me, I, I'm very creative. And so for what I like to, I, I have a few high values. One of mine is connection with others. 
which I, I get to a certain extent in my work, but I also really need those times to go sit down and have coffee with a friend. Or I had a friend invite me to go to a concert last night, which was amazing. So it's, it's making sure that I honor the value behind taking time for me and that it really does help me stay calm in the rest of my life. It's so easy to kind of shove that aside of like, I've got all these other things to do, then I go on the back burner. And that is the worst thing that I can do because I, I again, I end up more reactive. So knowing what is what recharges me and making some conscious space for that. Because if I just like, oh, I'll grab it when I have time, I don't have time. I have to make time. The space will not create itself. And so recognizing that and saying, okay, this is important to me is a big one. So I love to, I love to sew. I, I face paint. Um, oh. so that's fun. I love doing the creative stuff. Uh, I love coloring. I love it. I found, I recently found this amazing um, mom affirmation coloring book. Um, Sarah that Renee Clark. Sorry, does, say that again. Sarah Renee Clark. Her name is Sarah Renee Clark. And she's got amazing coloring pages and a, mm -hmm. there's a book that she has for, for affirmations for moms. And I adore it because there are some coloring books for moms out there that are like where you're coloring things that are very kind of about the things that I don't like about motherhood or about mm -hmm. the way people show up and, you know, I've shown up and I like that. I want an affirmation because coloring is very much, it's very meditative. And so I want to meditate on something I want more of. Like I am enough. I will absolutely spend time coloring that in. Thank you. I, I want to meditate on that one as much as possible, right? So those are the knowing why it's important, really staying connected to that. Um, and actually also having my spouse know that because he sees the difference yeah. in how I'm showing up with him when I've taken me time. So he's on board. He's like, so when was the last time you went out? And I did the same for him. Like, when was the last time you went out and like hung out with some, some friends? Because go get your bro getting, time, man. Yeah. You are, you're getting a little like, uh, I'm just not. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. That's so funny. This is totally on a different subject. Um, but my husband and I are actually doing the love dare right now. And it's actually really interesting when you try, we had this conversation last night, today's day three. So, you know, but we're like, it's weird doing this together at the same time, because you know what the other, what you knew, you know, what, what you're supposed to be doing. Right. So like today is go buy a gift for them. It says to buy them a gift. And I'm like, we're out doing Dave Ramsey and we're kind of on a budget <laughs> And I'm really worried that I'm going to go buy him something like, like he loves eclairs. So I was thinking about going down to the bakery and buying like a little eclair for him or something to have for dessert tonight. But I'm like, what if he decides to do something like go, you know, spend the rest of his money in his bank account oh. on something super nice for me. And I'm like, yeah. please be on the same page with me. Please be on the same page with me. And <laughs> like, I don't know why that, that triggered that thought, but I guess just the whole idea of like trying to stay in tune with with your partner as well and keeping each other on the same place and not, you know, yeah. tell me where I was going with that gallery. <laughs> well, I, I mean, that's a totally 
legitimate concern of like, am I, am I being equal? Mm -hmm. Am I, am I matching my partner in giving? And that's something that a lot of people worry about. I mean, I, I definitely had it with my husband. So what would it mean if he spent more than you financially? Well, I would feel bad. But not for too long because I don't have the money to spend on him. So I'd be like, ah, that was a yummy eclair and you love it. So <laughs> and it's from the heart. And I think that's what matters. Uh, Robert and I did, mm-hmm. we're, we're off track, but Robert and I did the love dare maybe five years ago. Um, but like everything we do in life, we do it our own way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we, we would discuss like, let's, you know, we set a budget or, yeah, it was, you had to like, I made him like think of something out of the box. Yeah. So I got wildflowers in a couple oh. bottles, you know, mm. so that's cool. What's, I like what's that. What's the purpose? What's the purpose of the love dare? Cause I'm, I'm not familiar with it. So it's based on, um, on, uh, the love languages and it's based on the idea that we, well, have you, did you ever see the movie fireproof? No. With Kirk Cameron. So the whole idea that you can like get way off track in your relationship, just way off track. And in the movie Fireproof, they were like on the verge of divorce. Like they didn't talk to each other anymore. They hated each other. I mean, it was pretty much an extreme scenario. Like they'd get up in the morning and one would be like, you know, I'm leaving for work. Okay, well, talk to you tomorrow or whenever, you know? And Uh it was just like, yeah. So the, the concept behind it is doing purposefully doing kind and thoughtful actions every single day to put the other person first Mm -hmm. and seeing how that impacts your relationship. So like the first day was um, negative thoughts, no Mm -hmm. negative thoughts. If you have a negative thought about your spouse, you're not allowed to say it. If, you know, if something bothers you, you just, you just quiet, just like Mm -hmm. try to only speak positively to them. And then the next day was, um, uh, We just did this yesterday. I can do something kind, do something kind. So, and for me, it's, it's hard. My husband is really good at giving and thinking of things. I mean, he did, I did little things like y'all are going to laugh so hard, but we've had a problem with communication and with us not talking enough. And I know how much he likes to be thought of. So, um, I called him a couple of times throughout the day. I invited him to join me on Voxer. (laughs) (laughs) that was my kind act and I was like listen I talk to my girlfriends all the time on Voxer and it's so easy to just chit chat and he was like I think that's kind of dumb but (laughs) he didn't say it that way he was like I really don't like it but Mm -hmm. if you want to chit chat to me on Voxer all day long I added it to my phone so I could listen to your messages (laughs) he went he did something super nice he um, cleaned out our bathtub, which was like full of all the junk that I don't know what to do with it. Our bathtub is like our storage unit. <laughs> he cleaned it all out, washed the tub down, ran a hot bath for me, lit a candle, um, put on, uh, I, I've been trying to catch up on The Bachelor in Paradise. So he put that on the, on the iPad and set that up in the bathroom for me and got the kids ready for bed while I took a hot bath. And I was like, total win. Man, yeah. I was like, I suck at this. And he was <laughs> So we had this big conversation. That's what led to the conversation about equity and Uh like how then I felt really bad that he felt like I didn't go to enough of a gesture. And, and so we talked through that and he was like, no, if you're making a gesture, then. Well, and Voxer is a big deal for us. I mean, mm-hmm. Voxer is a big deal for us so that like, I see, I see your, I see what you're doing. Cause I, 
gonna box for my husband. Yeah. Right. I was bringing him into my world, yeah. you know. Yeah. So for me, that was a big thing. But you know, so mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I I have no idea what it was that you said that triggered this whole thing <laughs> in my head. But apparently, I needed to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that that's one of the cool things with coaching is that oftentimes what we start off working on, uh, it ends up morphing into something else because mm-hmm. what we start talking about is more of a surface thing or a distraction, mm-hmm. not the core of what we would be looking at. Right. So, you know, like if, if we were to be working together, that tangent would tell me that this is an area that we would want to dig into a little bit of like, well, what does it mean? Like, so the purpose is to connect more. How important is the money really in this, in this experiment that you're doing and what would, what is the core purpose for you and how does that express? Because again, with the love languages, everybody's love language is different. So like what one comes the easiest for you is probably more aligned with what your love language is and the ones that are harder for you probably aren't your love languages. And it's a great way to see who's, which love languages and where you might not be connecting. So like one of the things that came up for me and my husband was we were talking about, uh, he was, he was having a really hard time with work. Something had happened and he was really stressed out about it and really worried about it. And I was like, okay, I know you don't always want me to jump into coaching you. So how can I best support you? (laughs) And, and he's like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, well, you know, and so I'm asking him questions because I, I want clarity so that I can be there for him. His love language is touch. My husband. So, and he goes, he goes <laughs> go figure. <laughs> and there's an actually, there's a really interesting article that talks about men and touch and how they're actually, they're frequently deprived of physical touch because it's sexualized for men. And so there's a really great article. I'll have to send it to you. Um, yeah, we'll include it. That's and include it because it's just like, whoa, especially for our, as a mom of boys. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I'm sitting here trying to talk to him and he goes, I always feel like you just, you coaching me and you're not like supporting me. And I'm like, <laughs> this is how I, how am I not? I'm asking you how to support you. Like, why do you feel this way? I don't understand. And then the next morning he's still stressed out. And I just, it hit me. I'm like, I need to give him a hug. I gave him a hug and he just relaxed. Like I could feel his body just like release. I was like, oh my God, why did it take me so long to realize this? Your love language is touch. Of course you're not feeling supported because all I'm doing is talking at you in my love language. It's just words of affirmation. Like, right. Duh. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It is interesting. So, but it's often the stories that we tell ourselves about like what things mean. And it's unconscious. And then we put so much pressure on ourselves that it's, it, you know, maybe it's, it's important pressure, but it's, again, it's information. And so the deeper, like, where is this, where is this coming from? Our emotions are tied to our thoughts. So whatever you're thinking about something is going to create an emotional response, which is going to lead to what you do or don't do. So like, if you're feeling stressed out, like overwhelmed, you're not going to take action naturally. And then that's going to reaffirm whatever self-defeating thought you're having that's creating the feeling of overwhelm. And it's just this cycle that happens. So when we can dig into what the core of that is and kind of get curious and interrupt it, 
then it frees you to shift that thought pattern. And, and it, again, it takes a little while to shift that, but all it is like, what, how are you going to remind yourself? I ask this all the time. How are you going to remind yourself about what you actually want to be thinking in this situation? And then tapping into that so that it, it shows up differently. I like that. Well, I did not intentionally mean to do that. I just got a free coaching session there. Yeah. So that's sweet. I talked a little bit more than I normally do in a coaching session. <laughs> normally it's the other we person. We have that way of yeah. Yeah. bringing that Absolutely. I think we get analyzed a lot. Hey, I mean, this is, why not, right? <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, thank you so much, Valerie, for all of your information. And um, where can people find you? So they can find me at theunlimitedmom.com. And I'm also on all of the social media. If you look up The Unlimited Mom, that's where I am. And this is, it's, it's not about me being unlimited. I'm still working on taking my limits off too, but it's about empowering each other to take our limits off and step into what we can really create in this world. I love that. I'm writing it down. <laughs> um, okay. Well, thanks so much. Yeah. Awesome. Have a great day. You too. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We hope you loved this show and got a lot from it. Don't forget you can check out all the show notes at losethecape.com forward slash podcast forward slash one, two, three. And if you were interested in getting a copy of the Ditch the Fear and Just Write It, the No Excuses Power Plan to start your first book, specifically designed for female entrepreneurs who want to uh, grow their business with a book. However, there are lots of great tips and resources in there for anybody who wants to write a book. Um, just the stories included in it are per pertain mostly to female entrepreneurs. But either way, if you're not an entrepreneur, you could still gain incredible knowledge from this particular workbook. You can check that out and get the discounted price $10 off for our Lose the Cape listeners at losethecape.com forward slash no fear. Have a great day.